0: hello welcome to it's a scary life i am melody your host this is my always incredible co-host ellen hello how you doing today Ellen? i'm
1: good our third co-host greta is also here
0: with us on the table absolutely Mm -hmm. sitting right between us looking like a perfect little queen yes (laughs) the beautifulest girl the best cat yes the bestest Mm mm-hmm uh, and as long as she continues to not bite at any wires, she will stay the bestest. Absolutely. All right. Okay. And uh, let's uh, get kicking. I wanted to start off today thanking you, our listeners, for pleasant play on your devices, Woo! giving us uh, our little project here at Listen. We have a serious apology for going with AWOL over March. Uh, that's 100% me not doing the work ahead of time to make sure I was just like prepped cuz life got insane with travel and working extra days so my coworker could travel. And so, you know, now we're back and ready to get back on a regular schedule. Heck yeah. And that's for you guys as well as ourselves. And uh I don't know about you guys, but March was just generally intense in the world.
1: It's so much. Yeah. March
0: it, March has been so much. Mm. Energy for extra things has not been in mm-hmm. existence. <laughs> Uh, yeah
1: yeah i love looking at my place of work and being like hmm what would i do in the worst possible situations
0: Well, yeah yeah
1: yeah not to make it about me but i am an american and
0: that's what we do yes exactly mm-hmm.
1: um, but we hope all you guys are staying safe glory to ukraine glory to the heroes
0: yeah yeah so uh we really hope that you can enjoy our project here and hope to make your commute or cleaning time, bedtime or whatever, whatever time you're listening to us. You're a little bit more interesting. Yeah. A little bit more entertaining, filled with some giggles at what Ellen says. Oh, thanks. Terror at what I say. <laughs> I would hope <laughs> maybe some amusement, but quite a bit of terror. I think, you,
1: I think you put things together in an interesting and amusing manner. I mean, mm-hmm. I might be terribly biased because you just fed me cheesy pasta and potatoes
0: i mean tis fair but <laughs> i am hoping that there is somewhat terror or uh fear at what is going on overall not um not laughing at the oh god no yeah
1: <laughs> no it's, it's, uh, uh. so i have been told that today's episode is an isolated incident we oui. that does not happen in that did not happen in america england or france
0: Ooh-wee.
1: so yeah that's all i got i don't know i don't i don't know i found out that like six i found out this week that like 60 some percent of serial killers that have been found are americans and yep. um
0: uh, i love our country being number one Yep, we're number one in murder and imprisonment uh, Meth meth fun that's a fun actually one. i have no one. idea
1: i just used to live in the state that was the uh
0: number one state for meth probably yeah sucks
1: wasn't much else to do there i mean like it makes sense <laughs>
0: yeah so today my ellen we're going to into a story that for the region is an isolated incident and that we do not get the privilege of considering an individual event here in the united states Uh, Today, we dive into the mind of a young man radicalized by the far right, but never could reach the heights in authority and power that he had wanted. So, Mm. he inevitably fully isolated himself with his beliefs and eventually laid out an attack on Oslo, Norway. Oh, no. Releasing a manifesto that would fall on deaf ears as the true Norwegians, as he called them, did not rise in support of the attack or ideology behind it. Good.
1: Good. Good. It's always nice when we don't have mass uprising risings of far right terrorists. Exactly. I love. I love when that doesn't happen.
0: It's wonderful. Um. Mm-hmm. So today, Ellen, we are going to Norway to tell the story of the 2011 Norway attacks and the barbarous Anders Bering brevik So something I found really interesting about this one specifically is that. It doesn't have a name. It's just 2011 Norway attacks. Oh. It, like there's no signifying name. It's not like Columbine, you know.
1: We should start doing that. <laughs> I mean, it'd be real fucking depressing for us. True. But I like that.
0: But yeah, it was, it's interesting that like it hasn't been, it doesn't have like a, a media moniker. Mm-hmm. So many things like this do. It's just interesting. They uh, did not take the opportunity.
1: I mean, maybe they have a more ethical journalistic standard over there
0: could be yeah 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 norway has a lot of more ethical yeah
1: i mean from from what i know of it it, it's it seems like a decent sort of place that cares enough about
0: its citizens to make sure that they don't starve or not have access to health care and that yeah i mean who who would think that was the baseline of decency (laughs) not americans
1: (laughs) give me free health care
0: But, you know, speaking of the beauty of Norway, I'd like to start this story by going over what an unbelievably rare occurrence any attack is in Norway. The cold weather and culture of collectivism in Norway are attributed to the low crime rates found in the region. Oh. Yeah. According to Life in Norway.net, there are... Uh, There were 188 police officers per capita, or per per 100,000 people, Mm -hmm. in the year 2020. This is for a population of about 5.4 million people. Wow. it's not a lot of cops. That's delightful. The notable spike in the crime rate in 2011 when the attacks happened is astonishing. Since 2004, the crime rate in Norway had been moving down from 0.78 per capita to 0.59. In 2011, the number went up to (gasps) 2.24 and then immediately slipped back down to 0.54 in 2012, (laughs) remaining in under one per capita since.
1: Are, Are you telling me this one jackass...
0: This one jackass killed enough people to make (gasps) it spike that much.
1: Oh, my (laughs) gideon, That's. Sorry, guys. I've been working with kids all day. Um, What
0: a phrase. The
1: the exclamations might be a little bit wonky. I I don't know what to tell you. Yes.
0: Still turning (laughs) off the kid filter. This is fun. Oh, yeah. We're getting the Jane Austen stuff.
1: (laughs) Jane Austen would never say something is goofy. She probably would. But just to make, but just to make fun of it. It'd
0: be, oh, la. She probably would because that's what people were saying during her time period. I mean, Mm,
1: I don't know. For some reason, I think that's more Victorian rather than regions. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know. It's just a feeling. I have literally no historical knowledge to back it up. Fair. Yeah.
0: We can always look it up.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. I want to know when it came from.
0: Anyway, this one dude. (laughs) My God. It's a huge spike. Like. The year that's, 2020 saw a total of 31 murders in Norway. <gasps> 31 whole country.
1: Oh my god.
0: Again in a population that, of 5.4 million.
1: That's delightful. I mean, it 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 is horrible for the families of those that were murdered. I
0: It's so I low. I think it's a very low number. It's
1: higher than that in the neighborhood I live in.
0: Ooh, which yikes.
1: is it's a fine neighborhood. It's fine. It, it 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 is a very it is a fairly typical neighborhood within the region that I live in. Um and it would not surprise me if more people did not die in that neighborhood than died in
0: all of a whole country. Yep. Yeah. An entire country. <laughs> wow. I am shocked. Yeah, so the country is considered so safe that the police do not carry guns when out on regular patrol. Oh, my God. Cops without guns. Oh. I can't picture it.
1: I, ooh, I feel like if I picture it, I'm going to make myself sad. Oh, okay. Oh. That makes sense. Could you imagine? Oh, I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm going to make myself sad. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that the cops who came in to do the D.A.R.E. program had their guns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a hundred percent cops coming into a school to do an anti-drug program when I was, you know, I- I- in like the mid-2000s.
0: People, I think a lot of people, well, I guess international people may not know what D.A.R.E. is. Uh, a terrible program. It just made people more interested in drugs.
1: Drug and alcohol resistance education. It. Did nothing. Nope. Apparently, they've tweaked it to make it better now, but I don't trust them.
0: I did, however,
1: get a plush toy lion out of it. So honestly, I think I uh, I came out a winner.
0: I would always wear my ribbon just because I really wanted the pizza party at the end of the week. Oh, 100%. That was it. Listen, I... Other than that, I asked too many questions.
1: <laughs> I once wouldn't sign a pledge because they said take no drugs, and I was like... But, but sometimes I have to take an ibuprofen. Oh, I know. I got called into the principal's office because they were like, Ellen, why didn't you sign the pledge? <laughs> and I was like, because sometimes I have to I, take Claritin. I need
0: drugs sometimes. Sometimes okay? Okay. I need it to I function. I need the drugs.
1: And they just put their head in their hands. <laughs> this, this man put his head in his hands and was like, that's not what we meant. That's not what they mean. I'm like, but
0: that's what it said. Um... They weren't specific enough, obviously.
1: I still got my stuff line and I learned something about um, signing documents.
0: Nice. Nice. Also, now I I realize it would
1: not have been legally binding.
0: I mean, also, in fairness, it needs to be more specific.
1: It does need to be more specific.
0: Drugs is a very general term.
1: Yeah. What about all those kids who are like taking stuff for like ADHD and stuff? Like you're going to take away their drugs
0: yeah, I dare you to try to take away the marijuana from a kid who has epilepsy. Like, try to take that from their mother. Oh, people do. That tiger mom will kill you.
1: Yeah. 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 So this guy. Yeah. What the fuck was his problem?
0: So the early life of assailant Anders Behring Brevik was anything but ordinary. Born on February 13th in 1979 to to Wunch Behring and Jen Brevik- a nurse and civil economist, respectively. Hmm. Wunsch already had a daughter from a previous marriage, giving Anders an older sister. Jen's work as a civil economist brought him to London and later in life to Paris. Hmm. The couple had split up when Anders was 18 months old and he was taken back to Oslo with his mother and sister. According to a the psychiatric report from the court, Anders would visit his father from time to time from ages 6 to 14, with contact waning beginning when Anders was 16 and finally hitting the point of no contact when he was 22.
1: These things happen. True. This also means that we could technically blame this on England and France. What? Well, because he visited there.
0: Oh, jeez.
1: Yeah, we can, we can totally blame it on England or france listeners email us and tell us who we should blame this horrible attack on
0: i don't think there's anyone to blame other than anders because he's he's the one who actually carried it out yeah that's he did the thing all by himself
1: yeah but you're being sensible about this i'm being reactionary
0: (laughs) (laughs) anders relationship with his mother was far from a typical mother-son relationship that you would see around Wench-Baring was known to have a difficult childhood and ran away from her home at the age of 17. This is when she had become pregnant with Anders' older sister, later meeting Jen Brevik in her 30s and marrying him. From the time that Anders was in the womb, his mother held a loathing towards him. She initially wanted to abort him, but waited until she returned to Norway from seeing his father, Jen, in London and missed the three-month cutoff for abortion in Norway at the time. Oh. While Anders gestated, Wench claimed that he was a nasty child who would kick her on purpose.
1: (sighs) Developmentally
0: speaking. Kind of, but like. No brain head empty. Like, listen,
1: yeah. Is there a brain? Babies are not cognitively there.
0: Is it on purpose? Yeah. Kind of. Sure. But is it also like. But but there's a difference between. Organs are just sort of there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> not maliciously meant. Exactly. Like a fetus can stretch in the womb. That doesn't mean that it is trying to injure the, you know, the person carrying it, you know? exactly. It's. It is, it is it is i will i will give her this it is a really hard to not ascribe motives to babies that are developmentally mentally inappropriate babies motives are very simplistic yeah and really are just i need my, my I, I want to be comfortable and have my needs met
0: exactly that is it babies are simple
1: they are not trying to upset you when they throw the food halfway across the room they are not trying they are not trying to ruin your outfit when they spit up on you you know they're they're not trying to make you late when they shit up their back you know like these are things that just they do
0: yeah they happen yeah but once he was born she refused to breastfeed him exclaiming anders was sucking the life out of her And convinced that as an infant, he was out to destroy her. Oh, yeah. I know. As
1: a child care professional. What the actual fuck?
0: Yeah. That sounds like some postpartum, honey.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: that's not good.
1: It sounds like there was some
0: prepartum, too. I mean, truth. Yeah. she, She does not seem healthy.
1: It sounds like she, one, needed to get her abortion. And yeah. two, barring that, needed to go talk to a licensed health care, like lo- talk to a licensed mental health care professional.
0: Oh, I like that you think that'll help.
1: I'm not saying that it would help everything, but I'm <laughs> saying it could maybe get her to the point where she's like, hmm, maybe I am not best suited for raising this person that I'm growing inside of me. Yeah. And, you know, I know that adoption, the the, the act of separating from one's mother can be extremely traumatic just the act
0: itself that being said i mean you're assuming that she cares about the child enough to do those things
1: exactly no well, i'm she looking at it from his she perspective she
0: doesn't want to be self-aware in that way
1: yeah he hasn't He's murdered anyone to get yet. her
0: because she's upset
1: right and that's not healthy and at that yes. point you really need to be like hey maybe i'm not the best person to care for this child
0: yeah but it's sort of like peppa and we don't talk about bruno it's like honey just because he said they looked like he heard thunder doesn't mean that he caused the hurricane for you.
1: Yeah. That was all you, babes.
0: That was all you.
1: Mmm. Peppa's such a fun...
0: She's terrible. I hate Fun her. character. Um. Anyways. This was the foundation that Anders had to build a relationship with his one and only mother. Oof. So Wench considered Anders to be clingy and demanding. So much so An that... An infant. Yeah. Yeah. So much so that she had him put in a weekend home by social services when he was three years old. The young couple who was taking care of him in her stead told police that when she dropped Anders off, she asked the man to allow Anders to touch his penis to compare them since he had only seen vulvas in his lifetime. What?
1: Okay. So I don't. I don't have anything funny about that. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? That. You know what? What? Okay. Maybe there's a cultural thing I'm missing here, but I don't think so. Uh,
0: I mean, there is the whole fact that seeing a naked human body is a healthy thing for a small child. However, the way she asked, especially a, asking him to y- touch it, that's not okay. Bizarre. Not, no. Bizarre.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like it. <sighs> Like, I would consider it somewhat normal to maybe with someone who is actually like, you know, you're a friend of the family. Be like, hey, can you take care of him? And maybe while you do that, just like, you know, pee in front of him or take a shower. Like, just.
1: Even then, it's an there. There are books. There are anatomy texts.
0: True. That you can show a kid and be like, yeah, life is a little better fair still, enough because the part part of the purpose of a real life human body or a child or especially a small child seeing a real life naked human body is the normalization of what a human body looks like
1: oh yeah that's fair uh, <laughs> i'm just saying that
0: it, it it's a weird ask it's a lot it's very confusing yeah and the next year when sh- had taken the advice of some neighbors and taken herself and Anders to the National Center for Child and Adolescent Psychiatry. Okay. Yeah. Okay,
1: these are, you know, yeah, okay.
0: The two attended outpatient therapy for a month at the center and were thoroughly examined by psychologists and psychiatrists. One report was written about Anders by a psychologist who examined him. They stated that his smile was peculiar not anchored in emotion, but a deliberate response to his environment. Andrews did not show joy or cry when he was hurt. He showed no interest in interacting with other children. Andrews was also upset when his toys weren't in order and was known to be very clean. These symptoms we now understand is mostly for just autism, which he is later diagnosed with. At this time, the psychologists believe this is to be derived from the negative reaction his mother would give any time he showed an emotion, which, of course, could play a strong role as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, it could. I, I vote for both.
0: Yeah. Like, she would freak out at the idea of him being dirty at any point in time. So, oh, like, no. him being clean and orderly also makes sense because mm-hmm. his mother would probably make him very anxious about that
1: yeah and then it becomes part of that like very rules-based okay if i am clean then i get better treatment therefore i must always be clean exactly yeah let kids get messy it's healthy
0: it's good for all of us Trust they me. wash off just, it washes yeah. off just mm.
1: you put the hose on the gentle shower you just hose them down you're yeah.
0: good uh, a second report considered treatment of andrews by his mother more deeply Concerns were raised about her sexualization of the boy and how she would force her own aggressive sexual perspectives, rooted in a general fear of men, onto four-year-old oh, Anders. Oh,
1: No. Oh, buddy. I, I know he goes on to be a h- horrible person, but at this but the moment... Four, yeah,
0: the four-year-old deserves to do be... He not shit. Yeah. He hasn't done shit. This
1: poor kid. Oh my god. Um, Just give him some STEM toys and like offer him hugs.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the psychologist wrote that she showed signs of borderline personality disorder and some comorbid depression. Staff had noted that Wench would switch from being showing uh would switch between showing great affection for Anders to extreme disdain for him in just moments. And in response, Anders would vacillate between cleanliness, petty aggression, and childishness. It was suggested Anders be taken from his mother because she was both emotionally and psychologically abusive, stating the family is in dire need of help. Anders should be removed from the family and given a better standard of care the mother is provoked by him and remains in an ambivalent position which prevents him from developing on his own terms. And, considering the profoundly pathological relationship between Anders and his mother, it is crucial to make an early effort to ward off a severely skewed development in the boy. The order for removal was never carried out by the <gasps> child welfare service. It w- I was about to say kudos. I um. w- instead they put him into respite care or weekend homes to mm-hmm. be given a 2-day break from the abuse. Oh my god, what the fuck? So he'd he'd go visit people for the weekend and then back at mom's.
1: Oh my god. He's 4. He's I've met
0: 4-year-olds, even the greatest 4-year-olds are like that sometimes even the shittiest four-year-olds don't deserve any of this shit no
1: listen it's hard i (sighs) i have yet to meet an inherently shitty four-year-old at four you're still forming you're still you're barely you're barely more than an egg you're you're developing your own you're still learning so much about the world true they're just you can be a
0: dick but like you're a fixable dick
1: right it's developmentally appropriate exactly developmentally appropriate degree it's
0: it's sort of like when someone's like 12 to 16 they're kind of being an asshole and it's like well well, maybe they're puberty yeah maybe you're at that point where someone your own age needs to punch you in the face once i'm just saying sometimes Um,
1: violence is the answer
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but living in oslo with ander's mother was not a walk in the park Neighbors reported the sound of fighting and Wench leaving the children unattended for long periods of time while she was at work. At school, though, Anders seemed to have a good reputation when he was young. He was known for being intelligent, physically strong, and someone who stood up for being people being bullied. Aww. Though he was a bit of a rebel as a teen anders was part of a graffiti gang who loved hip-hop hell yeah he was caught more than once by police fined twice and taken in once for vandalism
1: listen this is fine this is it's
0: i don't know i feel it depends on what he's doing the graffiti of if it's just his shitty little tag i'm like oh fuck you you wanker uh but like if it's actual like graffiti art go go for it
1: here's the thing sometimes you got to let them tag shit before they develop their style yeah i think i would be a calmer happier person if i'd done some light vandalism in my teens
0: or a little shoplifting
1: i mean the the way that my anxiety just jumped into my throat makes me think (laughs) probably yeah (laughs) honestly yeah um yeah never shoplift from Mm.
0: a mom and pop store kids nope but yeah, this was, it's totally normal. A little bit of rebellion. It's, yeah. It's good for all of us. Yeah. Um, but he hung out with this group until he had a falling out with one of the other teenagers and seemed to, you know, wane, wane from the group altogether. Happens. At this time, Anders became obsessed with his looks and strength, as many young men do. He began weight training and taking steroids to bulk up. Uh. He also started becoming very politically vocal criticizing his parents for the support of the Norwegian Labor Party, no. the left-wing party of Norway, and his mother for being what he called a moderate feminist. Uh, <laughs> sir. Yeah, sir, She's sir, just an asshole. She's just an asshole. She's, she
1: just is a very... she No.
0: Mm, no. Nah, nah. Yeah. And so as an adult, Anders was deemed unfit for service and therefore exempt from mandatory military service in Norway for reasons made not public. He received no military training, as the average Norwegian does because of this. Mm -hmm. And I speculate that the the, the people interviewing him noted something was off about him and wanted to prevent him from becoming deadly, notably seeing the steroids in his system and knowing he was already down a bad path. Yeah. yeah. You see that in someone's system. You're like, oh, maybe not. Maybe they're not maybe, stable enough for this. Maybe we have you set this one out. Yeah. So Anders had taken some online courses in small business management and landed a job in customer service. A oh, co- yeah. That's sure
1: to turn anyone. I mean, listen, <laughs>
0: that depends on what it is.
1: I'm just saying customer service and food service as someone's villain origin story
0: oh yeah, yeah. is it's
1: very reasonable you're however true. becoming a far-right shithead no nah. no nothing justifies that not Never even cool. having to deal with the public
0: nice um but look, a co-worker of Anders stated that he was an exceptional colleague but that he had a big ego which yeah he did mm. we're gonna learn oh no you're gonna learn today ellen oh god's so it was during this time that Anders went more deeply down the rabbit hole of right-wing politics. Gross. He first became enthralled by the Progress Party and picked up anti-Islam rhetoric. No. It was hanging out with other members of the Progress Party. Anders became convinced that Islam was a threat to Europe and the growing numbers of people immigrating to Norway and other European countries was an affront to the European way of life. I hate. I hate everything. I know I'm not getting that far right speed thing, I, but
1: you, listen, you don't have to be Ben fucking Shapiro. You I don't. hate it. I just
0: uh, because you're talking fast doesn't mean you're making a it good doesn't point. Doesn't mean you're right. It doesn't, it doesn't make your point come across any better. I would. Wi- so what comes next?
1: <laughs> uh, flat, flat out racism, anti semitism, or um, like the the women hater.
0: Uh I would go with the flat out racism. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. This is, this is this such is a be, fun time. It's going to be great. Mm. I'm so glad you're on this journey with me. <laughs> so, Andrew's tenure with the Progress Party did not last long as he did not feel they went far enough in their politics. And he could not rise up in the ranks like he felt he so deserved.
1: This Tea Party-ass motherfucker.
0: Oh, yeah. And obviously, he needs to be the leader right now. Like, right now.
1: You know, if the Tea Party hadn't been a fucking thing, I don't <laughs> think America would be in the situation it was. I know this is about this dude in Norway. I know it is. Oh, I God, just... God, yeah. This bastard.
0: I know. So, at age thir- uh, 13... 13? Not 13. At age 23 okay. in 2002, <sighs> Anders began planning what would become the largest attack in Norwegian history. Bastard. He builds a computer programming company alongside working at the customer service job to help finance his project. He claims that he made his first million by age 24, but records show his computer programming business never did too well. He filed for bankruptcy and then was reported for violations of the law. And this is when Anders moves back in with his mother and the further escalation towards the attacks begins. No... Anders became more withdrawn and isolated while living with his mother. Mm-hmm. He found an obsession with the Freemasons and the lore that surrounds their early days in the Middle Ages. He also played a lot of video games, most notably Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and World of Warcraft. Mm. Anders works on his plan for attack and writes a manifesto declaring his ideology that he hopes others will follow once he has made himself known to the world. Gross. In 2007, he establishes a farming company named Brevik GeoFarm in his first big move to requ- acquire materials that he needed. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. I, I can see you already understand that Brevik purchased the farm as cover to buy fertilizer in bulk without mm-hmm. alerting any authorities.
1: Honestly, you could just buy like a fast tractor and run people over. <laughs> All farm equipment is dangerous. I mean, true,
0: but like bombs.
1: I figured it was going to be bombs. But like,
0: do a a big boom, big big bad boom.
1: I just feel like if you're really going for like the visceral kill.
0: I mean, true. It is. It would be a satisfying way of like torture killing a person. You could put
1: so many different things on the front and back of like a combine harvester. Oh no. I listen, I didn't I didn't live on a farm. I didn't grow up on one. I've just grown up near them. Farm equipment is deadly. It is, yeah. No, it's very dangerous. We had to bring our bring your tractor to school day, Melody. I,
0: the In Midwest High is bizarre. School. It's such a weird place. It's the Midwest. Um it listen. Sure, bring your tractor to school. Let's live your best <laughs> life. Um It was kinda
1: cool. They were fun. So fertilizer, we're going yeah. we're going
0: just absolute fucking stereotype. Mm-hmm. So in 2010, Anders visited Prague in an attempt to illegally purchase a weapon and bring it back to Oslo. Charming. He was unsuccessful, though, and (laughs) decided to use legal channels in Norway instead. Oh, buddy. So Anders joined a pistol club in order to purchase a 9mm Glock 34 pistol and got himself a hunting license to purchase a Ruger Mini 14 rifle.
1: All I'm saying is, you could just hunt.
0: I mean, in fairness. Yes, you could just take out this aggression on like shooting a deer and then maybe stabbing it after it's dead. It's 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 not a satisfying. You don't want to stab it out. I mean, you gotta. I mean, part you, of the you don't want to mess with the, hide. the No, part of the point is getting the aggression out.
1: I know, but I mean, like a hide's not going to be worth much or good for much if you just stab a bunch of holes. That's in not it.
0: the point of it.
1: It should be. <laughs> Venison's good.
0: Okay. Um, so at this time, Anders looked to his Call of Duty time as using training simulations and trained by using a holographic device.
1: I hate everything.
0: I know. This it's is just disgusting. This is why people, this is why boomers, specifically on the news. Oh, well, I mean, people always just blame whatever new tech
1: i know but like this is specifically really annoying <laughs> because every fucking newscast can be like oh well, you know that one guy yes he, he played, played violent, violent video
0: lore. games and
1: specifically to train for sure, a killing yes. spree cool <sighs>
0: yeah one person out of so many fucking users listen
1: the most violent video game i've ever played is the sims because you can nice do some murder
0: oh yeah you can do some damage and <laughs> uh, you can psychologically torture people yeah i um, have no interest in call of duty because i just think it's dumb but you know sure it's a lot of your tasks
1: thing. yeah and all the tasks are just like killing people yeah it gets, gets boring. kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. in any case but still i'm like i don't think that we should blame video games except in this one case where i blame this guy nice
0: for everything yeah video games is never to blame i mean look at the fucking coliseum that was just entertainment i sure would like to torture as entertainment I would hate it. I would vomit so fast. The vomitorium would be where I live and I would hate it because it smells like vomit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the thing
1: is, people did not die as much in the Colosseum as it, uh, we should get back to it.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, they didn't die in the Colosseum. It was usually from the injuries, injuries after. Right.
1: The but like you have to take, you don't <laughs> want to just murder every, all of your gladiators because then you've got to train more and training is expensive.
0: Not necessarily. Depends on how they got them prisoners of war would on uh, would be good fodder
1: well yeah but there i mean you have like your your fodder stuff for like you know the um like the animals and stuff and then you have you know the the mano a mano stuff okay and those guys are specially trained you know you get the other person down you cut them up a little bit and then you know you both Someone go out calls it yeah yeah you know, and nobody, loses, a right, yeah. and nobody loses their investment in, until they're off the field. Yeah. And the gut wound happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah.
1: Anyways, back to, back to this fucking guy.
0: <laughs> um, by 2010, Anders' funds from his accounts were depleting. And as he collected ammunition, one legal purchase at a time, he made preparations for the bombing. Initially, Anders wanted to detonate multiple Palms across Oslo, but ultimately only had the funds to build one proper bomb at the size that he wanted.
1: Well, that's something, I guess. Yeah.
0: What a a piece of shit. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Uh, In June 2011, the weeks leading up to the attacks, Anders paid off his credit cards in order to make room for more purchases for his dastardly plan. It was also in these final weeks that Anders put the final touches on his massive manifesto.
1: Oh my god, how many pages was this thing? (laughs) I'll tell you later. Melody, no!
0: (laughs) It's so big. Is (laughs) it under a thousand? Nope.
1: No! (laughs) What font was it in, Melody?
0: (laughs) I don't, I don't know. Was it 12-point font? I have no idea. (laughs) I don't know what the original was in.
1: Okay, I hope it was 24-point font. Okay. That's at least acceptable.
0: Um. So on it's not. yeah, on July twenty second, twenty eleven, as it was a normal day for everyone in Oslo, Anders parked a van with a bomb inside outside the office of Prime Minister Jens Stoltenberg, which contained many offices of members of the Labour Party.
1: Oh fuck you, man!
0: Dressed as a police officer to not arouse suspicion, Anders detonated the bomb under the office building, sending shock through oslo in norway oh my god the bomb was so strong there were windows blown out for a half block radius (gasps) many were injured inside the offices of the leaders of the labor party and eight were killed in the attack what the fuck immediately after detonating the bomb anders grabbed a taxi away from the commotion and went off to the coastline of oslo to carry out the second part of his attack Melody, what did he do? Yeah, this doesn't get better. Melody. Utoya Island is a retreat for the rich and powerful in the Labor Party. Every summer, there is a camp, the Workers Youth League, hosted for the children of party members and young people (gasps) who are coming up in the party. Melody, no. On this particular summer day, the island housed about 600 people working with the Labor Party in one capacity or another. Oh, my God. Anders asked a ferryman to take him to this island under the guise of going to protect the people following the bombing downtown. The news of the bombing had just hit the island as Anders was making his way across the water and touching land. Survivors say people were calling family and friends to see if they were spared in the bombing and terrified at what was happening, but having no clue at the horror approaching them. Anders walked the dock where the ferryman dropped him and went straight to his mission. He walked toward the camp and the first person he encountered, he shot on sight. Oh my God. Some counselors had seen Anders approaching in uniform with his rifle and assumed it was police to protect the island. They unfortunately assumed wrong and through the tents outside, Anders waged his war against innocent young people. What the fuck? He walked through tents and shot anyone he could see. One survivor said he saw Anders shooting people already on the ground. Oh. She people who had been shot in the back while running away and may have not suffered a fatal wound. Anders worked his way through the island over an hour before authorities made it there to arrest him. Oh my
1: God.
0: During this hour, Anders managed to kill 69 people (gasps) and injure around 100. Oh my God. Once confronted by Oslo police, Anders laid down his weapons and went peacefully into custody with a satisfied look on his face.
1: Oh, fuck that guy.
0: He proudly told the Oslo police during questionings of his motivations against Muslims in Europe and how he felt the Labour Party should pay the price for letting down Norway and the Norwegian people. (sighs) Uh, Right? I, I... I... (sighs) okay and now is where part two of anders great plan begins and fails just like every other endeavor he has in life prior to beginning his attack anders posted his 1518 page manifesto online in forums that he would frequent that's too many he also sent out a link to 600 people in an email all oh in, all this in hopes to find followers for his beliefs. Uh, once he gained notoriety from the attacks, fifteen hundred pages. Fifteen hundred pages. Nobody's but dude. Fucking, that's too many. Yeah, this man's an idiot too. It's it's that's, not fun reading. You
1: need less than five pages. <laughs> you need to make. I'm not say. I if you have a manifesto, you should maybe like look at your life and look at your choices in general
0: um he did use the word compendium which is even worse i hate him
1: i mean yes i already did because of the murder and the mass murder and the bomb and the terrorism and the killing
0: children I'm but assuming. the narcissism is also just like what using the, the word or i'm compendium. assuming the norwegian word for compendium yeah yeah fuck you man yeah fuck you and eventually, he wanted to become a leader in the far right, and felt his partly plagiarized and convoluted plan for preventing Muslims from living in Europe would help him achieve achieve this he, desired status. He fucking plagiarized it. Oh yeah, parts it of it. It was what the fuck, man. Portions what of his the? ideology were just taken from like other far right leaders. And that things. is it's, so fucking stupid. Some portions I, of it were from like Ted Kaczynski's manifesto. Oh, it's a shit show.
1: That's cheating. That's it's cheating. A shit show. If you are gonna listen, if you are, if I was born of an English professor and the son of a librarian, so um, you you don't plagiarize. I think I learned "thou shalt not plagiarize" instead of "thou shalt not kill."
0: He's I done mean, both, <laughs> and I think I both are an affront to morals. Both are s- bad. They're just nice. bad.
1: You don't fuck. It. if you're gonna write if you're gonna call something a fucking compendium you have to write it yourself cite your goddamn sources exactly here's the thing he can take stuff from other people's thing you just just have have to cite cite them correctly and have a little a little work cited page in the back which you'd think if it's already over 1500 pages (laughs) you could you could
0: manage i mean that's a lot of pages to cite well, then maybe. It's a lot of work, Helen. Yeah. Well, And if it doesn't sound as brilliant if he, other people know that these words came from other people. It's more brilliant if they think it comes from him. Then maybe he should have said his piece. Exactly. <sighs> All right. This manifesto fell on deaf ears throughout Norway. However. Yeah, I- And it did not appeal to many groups. He tried to implore for help inside of it against the existence of Muslims. Because he's a violent little bastard man? Right. Including Jews and Hindu nationalists. He thought? Yes. That Jew? Yes. I mean, look at Israel. Listen, we... Yeah.
1: Listen, Israel is Israel and it, you know... Yeah. It was born of imperialist colonial powers. Truly. And it has continued the same way. Exactly. And I blame England for drawing the lines. I blame NATO. I can blame them too. Love that.
0: Yeah. So on July 21st, 2011, Anders was charged with violating paragraph 147A in Norwegian law and committing the acts of terrorism, destabilizing or destroying basic functions of society mm-hmm. and creating serious fear in the population. Yeah. He was put into solitary confinement prior to trial due to his eagerness to spread his ideology.
1: What the fuck, man?
0: Anders had three cells to himself, one for sleep with DVDs and a TV, one with a computer without internet, good, and another with gym equipment for exercise. His attorneys were convinced that Anders was insane and hoped in a psychiatric evaluation would help their client. Anders, however, insisted that he was perfectly sane and according to his... Ex- psychiatric evaluation anders was correct his psychiatrist first attempted to diagnose it with him with paranoid schizophrenia but upon further evaluation the diagnosis just couldn't stick anders was not delusion in a way that spoke to schizophrenia after further observation that took months anders was formally diagnosed with autism and he was also found to have narcissistic personality disorder and to possibly have paranoid psychosis
1: okay but you know how many people have all three of those things and don't commit murders mass murders
0: mass murders. sure i feel like you can't like paranoid psychosis and narcissistic personality disorder you're gonna see as a like a constant in a lot of like at least small murders like one-timers kind of things that don't get covered by podcasts because they're a bit boring
1: I'm guessing a lot of fucking people have those two disorders and manage to live fairly normal, productive lives or just lives that don't involve normal, murder.
0: productive where they're kind of just assholes. Yeah.
1: Listen, society wouldn't function without them The yeah. human body wouldn't function without him. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Thank you.
0: But yeah, I mean, and none of these things necessarily make you a murderer. But the fact that he has them definitely Explains some things. Yeah. explains some shit. Um, especially with the cause for his narcissistic personality disorder, his fucking childhood with his oh mother.
1: Oh my God. He,
0: poor he thing. Just, yeah. Four, so four
1: I know. A four year old, a bait, an infant, a teenager. No one deserves that kind of treatment. Yeah.
0: What the fuck lady? I don't get it. Uh,
1: <laughs> he's just a child. He was literally just a kid and he became a mass murderer yeah. and a far right bastard.
0: And since then, he has been eating up the attention. During his preliminary hearing in February of 2012, he took the opportunity to state that he was being unfairly treated, (laughs) demanding to be released and exclaiming he should be cherished as a hero for his preemptive attack against traitors and accuses victims of playing a cultural genocide or planning a cultural genocide.
1: He has three rooms. Yeah. And a DVD player. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know what Norwegian prison is usually like
0: uh usually okay so typically but you would have your own personal room with like a tv sometimes you get dvds oftentimes you get to just like rent them out you know yeah um it is sort of dorm like structure okay. you get your own bathroom blah 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 oh my gosh uh, can
1: i bring my cat
0: some of them do have cats as oh my god companions yes in norwegian prisons
1: you know um, i think that is very humane uh, yeah norwegian prisons very nice and I think that um, we should all follow suit. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, this fucker has three. To, I'm being unfairly treated. You have a gym.
0: Yeah, back to his bullshit of bullshit. They are committing or planning to commit cultural destruction, including destruction of the the Norwegian ethnic group and destruction of Norwegian culture. This is the same thing as ethnic cleansing. Anders declared it's in a not. statement he made to the court. Really to not, the court.
1: He fucking, I mean, I'll say this. He's certainly um, very earnest. Yeah, he, he truly believes what he says.
0: Mm. Um, so the criminal trial had began on April 16th, 2012. And Anders used it as a platform to spread his bizarre worldview, much to the chagrin of the families of victims. The prosecutors took their time to go through the evidence left behind in Anders' home and the Brevik farm. Which there was a lot, of course, drafts of the manifesto, right wing extremist literature, which Anders plagiarized at points in his own.
1: He had drafts and it was still that long. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep coming back to this.
0: There was also like drafts of sections and things like that. It's a thing. Um, (sighs) Evidence of, yeah, evidence of his weapons purchases and journals Mm. showing thoughts of his grandiosity and paranoid Islamophobia. I hate him so much. Anders was judged sane and sentenced Good. to confinement for 21 years, at which time he will be reevaluated for release into society. Okay. This is the maximum sentence in Norway. That is, you know what? That is extremely humane. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's naturally mm-hmm. handed out only to the worst offenders who really seem likely to reoffend. Not just someone who had a dime bag of marijuana on them. Exactly. Imagine um so since he has been even honestly even like three ounces with intent to sell you, no but that, that's it's a long ass sentence i'm just People saying I don't, I don't i don't think
1: you should be in jail for 20 years for selling an illegal substance
0: nope not at all i just y- there's better shit for that better use of funding for that
1: yeah and just like I mean, we could go on about yeah. the prison system. <laughs> I want three rooms and DVD, and the ability to rent out DVDs, man, yeah. for free. <sighs> Anyways. Anyway. I will not commit atrocities to get it, though.
0: Exactly. So since he has been in solitary confinement, similar to the sales that he had pre-trial, he had put out an appeal against his solitary conditions, calling them inhumane. Public opinion generally disagreed, though. <laughs> People felt the comfortable <laughs> dorm like conditions of a Norwegian prison were too nice for Anders. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. People don't like you, dude. Here's
1: the thing. I do I on principle I think that solitary confinement is inhumane.
0: It, that being said, it, there are, so is mass murder. Yeah, there are some individuals like this guy where it's like if you put him in general population he's gonna radicalize folks he's gonna radicalize some and folks. maybe kill yeah and it's gonna become a very unsafe unstable situation like inside I, the prison
1: yeah i never want him in, to be in a room with a brown guy
0: exactly like there's Ever. just a lot of reasons why it's not a good idea so yeah I, there's obviously solitary confinement in a lot of contexts is inhumane he has three rooms he has dvds he can amuse himself on a computer i think yeah. he's he's doing okay, honestly. And I would say give him books and things, but at the end of the day, he's probably just going to see it as propaganda and not read it. So at the end of the day, he has to want to change. Yeah. 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 I mean, the thing,
1: the thing is even with prison abolition, there are still going to be some people who are so dangerous that they cannot come back within society exactly or no matter what yeah and it's a goddamn shame but the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few to fucking quote star trek i
0: think they were quoting marks by the way oh they 100 yeah. percent were um <laughs> <laughs> i'm like um that's marks but thank you
1: listen um i think mark stole it from star trek nice nice because i saw star trek first good <laughs>
0: So Anders' behavior during uh the hearing to see if he was ready to be put in with general population really proved that he was not ready. Oh no. When taking the stand before the judge, he gave a Nazi salute. Oh. While questioned, he continued to preach his ideology of saving Europe from incoming Muslims and oh how he should god. be worshiped for his actions. Oh my god, what the fuck? What the fuck? The judge naturally denied his parole into the general population. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? Ugh. Anders continues to sit in prison in Norway and will presumably stay there for the rest of his life. Cool. Good. As for his overall impact, Anders' dream does live in somewhat of a flicker. No. In some American far right groups, he is upheld as a hero for fighting against uh, again the the existence <gasps> of Muslim people. This right. Is, this yeah. is what he yeah. he hates the existence of Muslim people. I
1: thought you meant in Norway, and I was really fucking worried. Um. No. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of of course, there's like folks with altars to him here.
0: Oh yeah. It's uh, yeah. American far right groups are fucking predictable as shit. They love uh, this shit.
1: Him and that one other bastard who wrote the manifesto about women not liking him.
0: Oh, Elliot Rodger. Yeah. That bastard. Yeah, fucking bullshit. Mm. Um, But luckily, these people are few and far between. The overall impact Anders leaves behind, though, is trauma and shame in Norway. Anders sits imprisoned in his narcissism and solitary confinement until he can rehabilitate or dies. And that is the terrible story of the 2011 Norway attacks.
1: My God wow that yeah
0: human beings are terrifying
1: uh human beings are capable of some of the most selfless amazing acts of kindness and bravery and also
0: some of the most disgusting ones the most terrifying things in the what world what the fuck yeah e- this is one of those stories where you're just like oh wow isolation really is the shit for people it's it is terrible just it awful it is yeah And you have, like, this emotional social isolation that he has as a small child. And,
1: yeah, and it's like, you you wonder if maybe at four he'd been removed from the home, if that would have made a difference.
0: I mean, he probably would have still sucked a bit, but, like, I...
1: There's a difference between sucking a bit and being a mass murderer, though. The
0: hope (laughs) (laughs) would be him not becoming a mass murderer.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I but of course in the end he truly only has himself to blame. Yeah. There- At the end of the day he chose his ideology, he chose mm-hmm. to
1: Yeah, my right hand go viol- an inch away from your nose and all that. Yeah. yeah.
0: He chose to see violence as uh the best way to I mean it, it rage against the existence of Muslims just they're there in Norway. What the fuck? My favorite is that he kept talking about the Christianity of <laughs> Norway and Europe. And I'm like, this is an increasingly agnostic atheist region. But you see, just, Melody, it just that's, because of the, <laughs> that,
1: that's because of Islam, Melody. Obviously, yes. It makes people atheists.
0: <laughs> Obviously, yes. That is the curse. What have my... I... Mm, yeah, he's, mm. he's a delight. Andrews Truly. Andrew is, is terrible. Mm.
1: May the gods bless and keep him far the fuck away from everybody.
0: Yep. Yeah. Solitaire confinement is the best for him. And, you know, I mean, if more prisons were like Norwegian prisons, I'd be very happy.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I might actually do some petty crime. Yeah. Nice.
0: No, I would not. No, I would not. The thing is, if if the prisons are that good, think of how just the general safety net is. So I feel like a lot of the crime stuff, just it, the motivation goes away for most people. Oh yeah, hundred percent.
1: I also yeah. just like having control over my own life and like the food yeah, I eat. Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Anywho, yeah go to therapy. Go to therapy. Like uh this guy really desperately needed to. And
1: his mother,
0: his yeah, his mother. I his feel poor like his sister probably needed it too. They probably only went to that place for a month because she probably didn't trust it. Probably not. Right? Like she probably signed up for a certain amount of time from the get-go and was like, "Well, we'll do our time." Mhm. Um Yeah, it's it shit. It sucks. Oh my god. She desperately needed therapy. She definitely had some Stuff um, to work through? Yeah, she had some things to work through, some emotional issues of her own to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the leading causes of trauma in a child is people having an untreated m- mental illness in the home. Mm-hmm. It is very traumatizing on a child, um, as you can fucking see. Yeah. <laughs> as Sort yourself
1: out and you'll sort your kids out, you know? Exactly.
0: And, I mean, do as much of it as you can before the kids come, too.
1: Ideally, yeah. Yeah, ideally. But, you know, it's... You want
0: to hit a certain type of stability beforehand.
1: Yeah. It is never too late to start, though. Truth. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, We hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah. Go get therapy. Go get therapy. Go, go talk to somebody about your stuff. Mm-hmm. And...
1: uh Write short manifestos. Five pages max. Yes.
0: Manifestos don't need to be long, guys. It should be double spaced. Concise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Make it easier on people researching you. (gasps) Oh, no. (laughs) All right. 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 (laughs) Bye.
1: Bye.